When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Fellas, okay, my kids call it Thomas the Tank and Train, which I think is so nice. cute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do your kids have any kind of weird names for things? Yeah, I mean, my youngest uh, calls pins and needles pins and noodles, as well as when he's been doing a little bit of exercise, he feels his heart beeping. Um, so yeah, it makes, uh, makes a lot of sense, you know, all of those. Awesome. <laughs> I love that heartbeat. My boys, whatever shop you go in, uh, they call it hand squish. Hand sanitizer is hand squish. They always want hand squish on wherever you go, you know. It's been the year of hand sanitizer, hasn't it? Uh, well, you need to get them on the Milton hand squish, mate. Um, it's 100% plant-based and you can use it from three months old up to... Well, you know, Jim's sort of age. How old are you, Jim? Uh, we don't disclose that, do we? We don't disclose that. It's closely guarded secret, that. <laughs> it comes out in foam. It's alcohol-free. Look, we've all got that bottle of hand squish with us wherever we go at the moment, killing that bacteria and the virus. This one does it in 30 seconds. So get the best one possible and take it with you wherever you're going. There we go. Grab yourself a bottle of Milton's antibacterial hand squish or hand sanitizer if you're looking for the actual name on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> you can get it from Boots, Sainsbury's and Tesco on your next shop. Always use Biocide safely and always read the label. Check your hand squish before you dish. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dads Net. Welcome. It's a load of dads sitting around having a chat about stuff. What we do is we have a few features. We've got under overrated. We've got Jack in the chair today. He's going to be telling you whether things that we fire at him are underrated or overrated. Uh, we're going to look inside the news at the big story that's affecting parents this week. And also we've got a big question from Gavin on the Dads Net group. But let me introduce you first of all to the panel. And seeing as today when we're recording this is five years to the day since the vote to leave the European Union. Oh. Oh, I it? thought I would. Yes, it was. And I think it's gone swimmingly since then. <laughs> I am going to introduce the panel in terms of the European country that they would be. Okay. 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 Brad. Brad is Sweden because with all his renovations, surely he's been keeping their economy afloat. All those trips to IKEA. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. Very good. Uh, we've got Jack. Uh, Jack is our resident beer connoisseur. So obviously Germany. Uh, good and okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good and dark. Nice. <laughs> And Sparky, um, 
Sparky's San Marino because he's plucky but he's little. Oh. <laughs> 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 well Very nice. Uh, take a day trip to me. Very nice San Marino. <laughs> Technically not an EU country but it is in Europe and it's got an open border with the EU. So, no backstop uh, though, Jim, right? We're fine. No backstop, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know if they can get uh, sausages from Newcastle. I don't know. Uh, I'd be Spain because uh, I'm laid back and I like an afternoon nap. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is the first part of the show. This is under overrated. Right. Under. Over. Under. Over. Under. Overrated. Under overrated is where we put someone in the chair and then we all fire things at them and they have to say whether they're underrated or overrated. Today it's Jack. Are you ready? Are you comfortable? I am. Do you have a cushion behind you? No, I've just got rid of all the cushions. There's too many cushions on this sofa. So they're, they're overrated. overrated. <laughs> okay, good practice. Oh, Started yourself off. That's not how this works, mate. <laughs> I got twenty-eight fluffy cushions. I don't want any of them. Yeah. It's, it comes to something, doesn't it? When you're having to perch right on the edge of the seat because of all the cushions behind you, it's yeah. not comfortable. And then my wife says, "We need a deeper sofa." No, we don't. Get rid of the bloody cushions. <laughs> Right. Uh, let's fire some things at Jack, see whether they're underrated or overrated. Uh, Brad, have you got something for Jack? Yeah. Sweet and salty popcorn. Underrated. Yeah. Okay, that took a bit of thought. It, What's well, the thinking uh, because process? Because it's my favourite type of popcorn. Popcorn, in general, overrated. Way overrated. I hate the bits that get stuck in your teeth. Awful. But if you've got to have popcorn, I want sweet and salted mixed up together you, you don't like to know what's coming next no I, no, I like the uh, I like the surprise and I like that the sweet ones have a little bit of a salty kick you know it's rubbed off and um, yeah it's my fave I think we're getting into your sort of area like uh, Sparky's cold bit of a custard cream yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a thing someone has mentioned that to me this week by the way saying that is a thing I'd like to confirm <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just not Sparky, do you have something for Jack? Yeah, okay, mate. Uh, under or overrated, scented candles. Oh, we've done that. Come on. Have we done it? Okay. Yeah. I think I asked you. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's, that's why it, I don't... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, thinking of one right about... He's not even paying attention to his own show. <laughs> what? Do you not remember we had a long talk about smell the smell of certain candles? Yes. And, from and, certain and, celebrities. And we were going to name... Cer- yeah. Okay, right. That's the last time before we do a podcast. The smell I ask, of amber. I ask SJ. Yeah, to yes, come up with the smell of amber. The smell of exactly. amber. You're damn right. We did talk about it. It's because SJ was. I asked her to do this bit for me because I was like, oh, <laughs> come <laughs> up with some things. Run someone else to do his homework. <laughs> Are you outsourcing now? Uh, work smart, not hard, boys. Come on, come on. But hold on, hold on. Does SJ not listen in detail to every episode? Um, hold on, I'm a bit offended by well, that. Well, she did, actually. I think she's about four weeks behind, to be fair. But there's nothing like support from your loved one, is there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, are you, are you, how's, li- how's are you listening? How's I was going to say, are you day? listening to the Shay? <laughs> no, she's not. No. <laughs> it's not for them. It's not for them. It's for dads. <laughs> it's actually for anybody. But okay, right, shall I ask another one then? Okay. Yeah, and ask another one of SJ's. SJ wants to know whether <laughs> <laughs> stretching is under or overrated. Oh, 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 oh. That's a good one. I, it's, it's underrated. I, I've spent I've spent most of my basketball career career not <laughs> not same with air quotes. <laughs> I don't know what. How else do you put it? Um, I've spent most of my basketball 
Time. Playing time. Uh, not stretching. And during lockdown, uh, me and Danny started doing some workouts on the telly and like they did proper stretching at it. And suddenly the next day I didn't ache. I didn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back at basketball. I do a bit of stretching afterwards and I'm all good. Yeah. So. It does work a treat. It does work. Honestly, I've, I've found exactly the same. It's a pay, it seems like such a tedious thing to do, but it really does help with um, muscle recovery. Yeah, it's super boring and it puts you in some really yeah. awkward positions. But yeah, yeah. But also stretching just in normal life. I mean, I don't know if this is because I'm over forty, but I quite enjoy a good stretch. Just you know, sometimes you stand up, you just stretch, oh, and then yeah. occasionally you'll twinge something and it'll be annoying. But <laughs> if you don't, it's a pleasure. I feel like that's a dad's prerogative, though, to to stand up and do a great big stretch as you get out of your armchair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And do that great big to, bear growl. <laughs> you have to practice it, and uh, it doesn't come naturally. But you know, you'll get there eventually yeah. if you've not got it just yet. Uh, all right, Jack. The board game Monopoly. Mm, overrated. Yep. Yeah. 100% agree. 100%. Yep. Have you played Monopoly Go? No. Is that the one with What's a credit that? card? Uh, no, it's the one with... It's like a card game version of it. And and you have to build up your, your sets. And you and it's sort of like... It's, it's fast-paced and it's just... You, you get a game of Monopoly done in 15 minutes. Oh, nice. it's fun. Because no, that's the point I, of Monopoly. I, it's a long game. You're meant to just, you know, when you get bored of your family, you start playing Monopoly to fill up the time so then they leave after. <laughs> like I would counter that I don't think anyone's ever finished a game of Monopoly yes. without just chucking everything around and yeah. going, give over. That's it. That's the problem. But with this version of Monopoly, you can play three or four games in the same time it would take you to play one long game of Monopoly. Buy this Monopoly ep- Go now. <laughs> this episode may or may not be sponsored by Monopoly Go. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. Should we get a cut, Jack? Hold on, mate. <laughs> no, this is a this is a deal I've struck up. <laughs> uh, go on then, Brad. Have you got something else for Jack? Yeah, grooming your balls. <laughs> oh man, um, good. I I don't know how you could o- overrate that. <laughs> good <It's>, man. <laughs> <laughs> because if it gets too long. It gets everything gets all a bit tangled up tangled. down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe you put on a, a tight pair of pants, or you you move one way rather than the other, and then everything tugs a bit. And um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just just keep it keep it trimmed up, really. Nice, good man. Yeah, I can't say I've had lots of people annoying me by coming up to me telling me how great it is. Um, so yeah, you're probably right. It's probably underrated. It's, it's very rare you'll get in a taxi and they'll turn around and go, tell you what, mate, tell you what I really love. <laughs> Shaving me balls. Did you, apparently, though, there was at one point, there was this thing called ambient marketing, and this has probably gone way out of the way because it's easier to target people on their phones now. This was before that, where they would pay taxi drivers to kind of talk about topics that would no lead you to make a purchase so I think it was like holiday companies so that you know you'd get in a taxi and the bloke would go oh I've just been on holiday to the um, Dominican Republic yeah. and uh, you'd get talking about that That's apparently weird. that was a thing about 15-20 years ago but, but now they just pay podcast hosts who mention Monopoly Go lots of times <laughs> yes. in an episode what, sorry what was that game <laughs> Monopoly Go Monopoly Go I, I, I'm not actually sure that's the name of it now how do, how do you spell yeah. it how do you spell it please <laughs> it might be Monopoly Deal uh, <laughs> does it have a website address yes <laughs> HTTP colon <laughs> yeah that was awkward when the uh, cabbie started saying that wasn't it <laughs> 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 HTTPS 
Uh, Brad, have you got something else for Jack? Uh, no, that was me. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Balls, man. Shaving your balls. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's because we were, were still talking Monopoly. about Monopoly. <laughs> 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 I tell you what, it's like Monopoly have got the Monopoly on this show, isn't it? Uh, Sparky, have you got anything non-Monopoly related? Uh, not Monopoly related. Um, okay. We're all the rest of yours Monopoly related because you're really thinking now. <laughs> what do you think about tiny little hats? <laughs> I've gone off SJ's list because I'm nervous now that she's going to. I'm going to have asked you this one again, um, so I'm blaming SJ again for my lack of preparation. Um, but I can ask one actually because they're just sitting right here in front of me. Multivitamins, like an add-on added vitamins that aren't in your food. Oh. <laughs> So, overrated. You shouldn't yeah. need it. Yeah. You know, you should be able to get it all from your fruit and veg and meat, I guess, if you eat that. But I always loved the little chewy ones that you could have as a kid. <laughs> the, the little gummy ones. I, I can't eat them now, but I give them to the kids, and every time I'm really tempted to like just shove a couple in my mouth. <laughs> I, I remember once when I was a kid... They were so delicious, eating three in one go and then being really worried because I read the packet that said only one cook. a day. Do not exceed <laughs> oh. one a day. And I remember going to my mum in tears like, Mum, I'm so sorry. I've taken too much medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Get like your stomach like, pumped for three chewy vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I quite like uh, I like uh, one of those fizzy orange drink oh, things that yeah. you get because yeah, yeah. they're a, they're a uh, refreshing drink and they turn you weird funny colour as well. Do you um <laughs> you know when I had and if if we're talking about the same thing I think we are is when I had COVID in December that f- orange yeah Barocca effervescent yeah yeah Barocca was <laughs> my saving grace. <laughs> Really, honestly, no, I don't know why. I don't know why we were trying not to mention the yeah, brand name. The BBC guys, I don't, it's a I don't know. There's been, there's been, there's been, yeah, I think, I think it's probably because we're feeling self-conscious of how many brands we have kind of run no, with in this episode let's so far. Just mention as many as we can. McDonald's, okay. Burger King. <laughs> Jack will be emailing Thank them all camera. after the podcast with an invoice. <laughs> By the way, you know uh, which American president has the most orange? We. It's Barack Obama. That's a good one. That's a good one, Jim. Ten points. Chalk them up on your board. (laughs) And I think on that note, let's move on. On the way, we're going to be looking inside the news, finding the news story that is really affecting parents, kids, families this week. That's all coming up on Loose Dads. Stop what you're doing. Look in your bag. Look in your pocket. Look in your glove compartment. I bet you have had hand sanitizer within arm's reach. Or maybe two arm's reach. Having clean hands has always been important, but perhaps now more than ever. Which is why we've teamed up with Milton and their new antibacterial hand sanitizer suitable for sensitive skin from three months old. Not to mention it's plant-based, alcohol-free, kills bacteria and viruses in just 30 seconds and comes in a foam. So you don't have any of that drippy pool or alcohol smelling stuff to contend with anymore. So grab yourself a bottle of Milton's antibacterial hand sanitizer from Boots, Sainsbury's and Tesco's in your next shop. Use Biocide safely. Always read the label before use. (laughs) 
This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's me, Brad, Sparky and Jack. We are four dads sitting around having dad chats. We're going to be looking at a question that Gavin from one of the Dadsnet groups has given to us a little bit later on on the show. But first of all, it's time to look inside the news. Now, this is where we look at um, stories that are affecting parents and families in general. This is quite a general one, but I think it's quite specific to a lot of things that we might have had to talk about with our kids. Um, On the day that we're recording, it came out that um, more than 20 Russian aircraft and two Coast Guard ships have shadowed a British warship sailing near Crimea. Uh, Moscow's defence ministry said a patrol ship fired warning shots and a jet dropped bombs in the path of HMS Defender because it was 12 miles off the Crimea coast. The UK government says, well, it didn't quite happen like that. There weren't any warning shots. But five years on from this vote that was meant to make us like global Britain, we could be going to war (laughs) without the backup of those mates that we had. Perfect. Um, So, I mean, as parents, I know I've had this question when my daughter has sort of studied things to do with the Second World War. She's like, oh, God, I'm I'm petrified there'll be another war. And you, you go, it's all right. There won't be. It's fine. Times are different. Except they're not. <laughs> and stuff like this happens, and you go, um, yeah. I mean, how, how does it, you know, how do you think of what do you think about that going to war? I mean, could it happen for a start? Do we think it's going to happen? Do we think it's just people showing off with each other at their sort of size of their armies or whatever? Jack, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that it sort of everyone's foreign policy towards Russia seems to echo somewhat appeasement before the Second World War with the Nazis and Hitler, which sounds like quite a big statement to make, but everyone was so frightened of of Hitler going to war with their country that everyone was like, well, we'll just, we'll just let him invade that bit and that's okay. And we're just, oh yeah, okay, well, naughty Hitler, you shouldn't have done that. Don't, okay, don't do that again. And then he just kept doing stuff and it, it was called appeasement. Keep Hitler happy so he doesn't kill the world. And it didn't really work out that well because... There is the, you're right, though. there is that weird relationship between a lot of nations and Russia where they're letting a lot go. Like, as in, it seems, and it's never been completely proven, but inquiries have led to the belief that Russia has been killing people on foreign soil, Hmm. (laughs) you know, like Litvinenko. That is what the inquest into that concluded. And the British governments of all types have gone, yeah, that, I mean, it's bad, but... uh, And meddling in elections. Oh, it's Russia, it's fine. And and meddling meddling in elections. Well, and wasn't there... Proof it happened with the British, uh, with Brexit as well. Well, oh, what no, they what? said was they they didn't know whether it happened because they didn't think to investigate it. Ah, uh, yes, okay. <laughs> Which I think so, yeah. essentially means probably yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so you know is- how when they do it with football, when they go like, oh, you know, Harry Redknapp, he's a bit of a wheeler dealer. Like they do that with Russia. It's like, oh, it's Russia. You know, they're you know they're just a bit Russia. You know, and they, like they do get away with far more because if it was a Middle Eastern country, they would have bombed it back by now. Like so, you know, that would be the second news story. So my thinking, my thinking is that the reason the reason we're following this approach with Russia has to 
I don't necessarily think it's a it's a military might thing. I think it's a um, intelligence thing. I think it's Russia knows everything about everyone, high level, and uh, stop me if I'm sounding like Brad. But uh, <laughs> hold on, we need to put some weird conspiracy music behind this so people can follow properly. Like, duh, duh. yeah, go for it, like, mate. Like the stuff they had on Trump with. Um, Paid the the hotel room incident. Yeah, yeah, the hotel room. The, 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 the interesting shower that may yes. or may not have taken place <laughs> is what you're talking about. Uh, like, my theory behind it is not that we are worried about military might like we were in the Cold War, where everyone was worried about being nuked, but that actually the powers that be are worried about what is going to get out about them if they pursue sanctions or anything against Russia. There we go. But think about it. What has a man like Boris Johnson got to have? <laughs> I mean, does he? Have, I mean, he's quite, he's quite up in front about his stupidity. So does he really have anything to hide? I mean, but Im- imagine. Think blatant. what. Think what we know about him. Imagine yeah. what he's hiding. Oh man. Jeez. So so you reckon it's more it's more like of a like a political thing more so than they they're just worried I, I about so. what, I, what dirt might come out about them. I I don't think I don't think. We're going to war with Russia. I, I don't think <laughs> said <it>. tentatively. <laughs> but well, I don't think Russia. I think it's quite quite known that Russia don't have the firepower. They've got all the talk, but I don't think you know. I, I don't know. I've definitely heard it on a, a podcast I listened to recently um, about that, like Russia mm. and that. Um, but I mean, tell that to the people of Ukraine, though. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, yeah. They went yeah, I mean, I know, but they're land. right next door. Ukraine are like right close by, you know, to Russia. Whereas, I mean, if we're going to go to war with them, like, have Russia got the power to get here? Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's why we are kind of leaning with them. We know they're a bit, you know, we're they're always sold to us in the media of like, you know, oh, they're loose cannons. They're a bit, you know, but have they got the power to get here? Unless it's, you know, with a bottle of poison and but, to go and see a cathedral tower. But as, a, <laughs> as I say, that's that's what that's what happened with Hitler. He invaded, was it Poland? Poland and, and uh, part of Czechoslovakia, the Sudetenland in Czechoslovakia. There we yeah. go. And you really have knowledge up on this. I'm, and it was I'm just learning like, stuff. <laughs> and it was just like, well, well, it's just the name. We'll, we'll let him have it. We'll let him yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give him that. Go on. <laughs> So how would you, Brad, how would you broach the subject of war? If it was imminent, say, for instance, how would you try and sort of ease your kids into thinking of that sort of situation? Even if it wasn't going to happen on our land, say it was going to be another kind of foreign war. These are things that worry kids, right? Dude, if I'm honest, I would probably try and keep them as ignorant as possible for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as as you say kids their imaginations will run wild and even if it was something that maybe wasn't going to be detrimental to the whole world if you said to them we're going to war then they'll start panicking oh is daddy going to be drafted is mommy going to be drafted oh my friend's going to be okay you know like I think it would just be too much for them to handle um, but obviously if it was on our doorstep I'd have to be like okay <laughs> we have to talk <laughs> about this and and um but I, I, for me, I try and keep them like. For me, right now, I'm I'm keeping quiet in the majority of this conversation because I don't watch the news. So for me, what you guys are saying right now is news for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I I absolutely know nothing about what you're talking about, 
And you know what? Up until the point where you said we were almost going to war, I was happy with life. But now you messed it up for me. <laughs> so if you think about it, right now I am the child in this relationship, guys. And you, 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 <laughs> well, Brad, let me break it down for you, here. mate. I'll put it. I'll put it. We're Hannibal and BA, and they're a crazy guy, and we're the A team. We're the good guys. Okay. Um, and, and we don't and, pity the fool. And we don't pity no fools. We ain't getting on no le, planes. Or le pity, what do you say? Pity le few. What did you used to say? <laughs> petty for Lou. Petty for Lou. Petty for Lou. Petty for Lou. But no, I, I, how do you, I think Brad's on something there. It's like you keep them as innocent as you can because it is quite scary the more you do find out about um, like stuff like that as a kid. If, you know, knowing there's a threat at any time, you know, that's what war says to a kid directly. No, you know, no matter how much you try and explain it to them. Um, yeah. I just think, I think you, you, you tell him at the time if the war siren goes off, what that's for. I mean, we're getting well deep into this, yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. other than that is, I think, yeah, you just, that's all right. You know, there's just an horrible man over there doing horrible things. And then, yeah, you I know, mean, you, you'll understand one day. It's like it's, uh, Logan's quite an anxious kid anyway, and he overthinks. And I think, mm. If I had to introduce this to him now, I think his poor little brain would just melt. You know, he just, I don't yeah. think he kn- he knows how to handle that um, at his yeah. age. I mean, he's nine. I mean, he's so, he's so little. So um, I would, yeah. I mean, knowing how fast information spreads these days, I probably wouldn't have a very big window of keeping him ignorant because no doubt there will be mates at school who would then start telling him things and then he would come home and we'd have to talk about it. Um, but I guess I just if we if we did have to talk about it, I would just try and be as uh, as layman with the terms as possible, and not dive too deep into it. So yeah, there's some stuff going on, but we're okay. Just to try and yes. keep him feeling a little bit safe. It's probably good for a lot of topics, isn't it? That that kind of you just keep it as basic as possible for yeah. their age group, and then yeah. you add more detail on. If if people are interested, by the way, in uh, the Litvinenko thing, there's a brilliant podcast called British Scandal where there's like a five part uh, episode about that, and that's fascinating. Um, I've written also, that down. On a, on a side note, um, one of my favourite bits of the build up to the Euros was that Ukraine unveiled their new kit for the Euros, and it had. Uh, a map of Ukraine with Crimea on it, even though that has mm-hmm. been taken by the Russians. The Russians complained that that was uh, offensive, even though technically they still illegally own Crimea. <laughs> it still should be Ukraine's. Wow. Um, <laughs> but they had the temerity to go to UEFA. Uh, that's not fair because we've got it now. Because <laughs> we invaded that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you find we took it? Uh, we so. shotgunned that, mate. That's ours. Uh, uh, Sparky, do you have a news story? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's a massive diversion um, away from uh, what has been quite a serious subject. But I guess that was going to be the case anyway. Um, yeah. Look, guys, uh, story here. And I'd love to know what you would do in this situation. Um, a neighbour has got into a altercation with their street because, well, their next door neighbour ate their takeaway. Um, it's uh, like, this is an amazing story. Well, you know, I love it, right? Because it's uh, a man sent note accusing his neighbours of eating a KFC with no remorse. I've got to read you the note and then I've got to ask you what you do in this situation. 
<laughs> so this is sounding a lot like Russia and Ukraine. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, okay, let's just break it down like that, right? So the Ukraine has ordered a delicious KFC bucket, right? Uh, but unfortunately, um, they've not seen the map on the new kit you've been talking about, Jim, and they've not seen that, you know, they've ordered it onto the Crimean coast. But uh, anyway, Russia's intercepted that order and Ukraine are unhappy. Um, this, uh, this is the note that they've uh, written. Hello. I know you have just tucked into a succulent KFC, which belonged to me. I accidentally ordered to your dr- address. I thought I had faith in humanity, but boy, was I wrong. You took my KFC into your gob with no remorse. Any decent person would not have accepted it, but you are just a greedy little gremlin. Thank you for being a tight ass. P.S. You owe me 36 quid. Signed, the Ukraine. 36 quid? Uh, what the 36 quid? What the hell did they order? They got for a couple of buckets there. I mean, they know how to eat. So let's not get bogged down on that. But right. Yeah, yeah That yeah. happens. Someone is like, the situation is with Deliveroo and, uh, um, you know, all of them now just eat and stuff. He's like, you pay before, don't you? So if it gets brought to the wrong address, it's it's paid for. Um, I'm, I'm, so what I'm, you I'm sorry though, but if, 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 if uh, if if stuff gets delivered to my house and it's got my address on it and it doesn't have a name because obviously like if you know your neighbors like if I got something and it had my neighbor's name I'll be like ah cool fine but if it doesn't have a name on it and it comes to my address because the receipt says mine I'm eating that man <laughs> you think I'm it's like, a nice yeah. present from the fast food gods yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the fast food gods have answered my prayers I'm not gonna now all of a sudden carry all of this takeaway around to my neighbors and wear. <clears throat> Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, this was accidentally delivered to me. Is this yours? Because if they might be like that as well, they might go, oh, yes, actually, that is mine. Thank you very much. And it might not have been there in the first place. So, <laughs> See, I, I feel like I'm missing out on a trick because up here in Norfolk, there's like no street lights where I live. And there's always delivery drivers going, is it, where's, where's <laughs> the Grebe Cottage? And I'm like, uh, I think it's up there for a mile and then you turn left next yeah. to the mailbox. Um, yeah, you ain't got no neighbours, actually. In Norfolk, mate, there's no chance this <laughs> is happening. Sorry, Jack, but, I, I'm including but, you here. Well, no, but, but I'm always being asked where a house is. I could just go, yeah, it's here. Yeah. You need to ask whether it's been paid for first, though. Did my card payment go through? Or is, it, do, yeah, is that the I... prepaid vegan order? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's the real question there, Jack. So if the colonel delivered and it was yeah. free. I mean, it's a free meal, mate. Vegan or not, like, nah, come on. No, nah, the colonel's... Controversial. The colonel's vegan burger is crap. Oh, wow. I'm oh, well, that's you. the sponsorship we're not going to get. <laughs> here, here's, here's an even crazy one. Which which brand do you think is healthier? Uh, KFC or Nando's? Oh, By man. the way the question's led, I'm assuming KFC. Yeah, crazy, right? You would think that Nando's would be the healthier option. Really? Yeah, they did a study on the calorie count of it all. And um, yeah, KFC ends up being less in calories. As a South African, surely you that hurts. are that hurts. doing down your own economy there. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. I know that. You know how many people get so surprised when I'm like, Nando's is a South African brand. No, it's not. It's Portuguese. No. I was about Portuguese. to say Portuguese. It's Portuguese. What? This is themed. new information. What? This is oh, new dude, information. Dude, the first, the first Nando's opened up down the road from where I grew up. 
in a in a in Portugal ta- in a town <laughs> <laughs> in a in a town uh, not a town in a suburb called Rosettenville uh, in 1985. That's where the first Nando's ever was ever established. I need to study and was it Nando's cheeky history? or not cheeky at the time. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, that do uh, they are so like cheeky. I, I wish I need to play some South African <laughs> Nando's adverts for you guys because they are super cheeky. Uh, now send that's them where over. Where came from, guys. Well, one thing we all can agree on though, it was a Perry Perry good idea. Uh, <laughs> let, let's move on swiftly, Jack. <laughs> what's your new story? Uh, well, I've been. Chicken out some news stories as well. (laughs) 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 Look, given that I knew the theme of the main story was war, I went, um, I went lighthearted as well. (laughs) Good mate. Okay, here's the headline: Woman left mortified after job interview mess up sees her offered stripper job. (laughs) Wow. Oh goodness. So basically, it's a woman who was walking down the street and saw this bar that had no branding on it and like it all was a bit a bit secluded and hidden and she went in she was looking for a new bar to visit you see and she went in and there were poles and there were pictures of topless women and she got chatting to the uh, the manager who gave her like an informal interview uh, and then two days later got offered a job and she said Ah, oh, but I had no idea it was a stripper job. I, I, I just what? thought it was a bar. <laughs> so, did, did, did she not like clock on when they're like, uh, "Sorry, could you just uh, drop off your clothes and just walk yeah, around for yeah. us?" So. And what's your cup size? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And are you Andy on a pole? What did yeah. you think he was asking? Like, like, how, how do you not know that you're interviewing to be a stripper? So I mean, weird. I've seen videos. I'm pretty sure you have to do like a casting video. <laughs> <laughs> the casting couch. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just laughing uh, along, boys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm just wondering if I've been to a job interview where it was for a stripper and I just didn't get it. But I didn't realise that now. I mean, there are a lot of garages who have pictures of naked women up. So um, yeah. well, you, you did, Jim, but yours was a paint stripper. Oh, right. hey, oh yes. <laughs> I mean, the sad thing is, I'd probably be better at the stripper dancing one than the paint stripping one. So that's, uh, mate. that's how depressing that is. <laughs> Come on, get it off, Jim. Get it off. Come on. <laughs> Just give me twenty-four hours, and I have to listen to Radio Two while I'm doing it, and have lots of cups of tea. <laughs> that goes for both, actually. Yes, <laughs> Jim pole dancing to Radio Two. <laughs> yeah. oh, guys, With again, images. Images you're not ready for in your head this evening. Yeah. That's yeah. what. Just pause because yeah. Potmaster's on. So we'll do. This. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Is sorry. Just to give you more of an image, Jim in a thong swinging around the pole. You sticking a twenty in the uh, in the back as he swings around. Oh, guys, got does, a tip. Does, does, sorry, does that what? pole? By by the way, does that pole <laughs> lead into a? Um, Oh, geez, I've forgotten the bloody word. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm having a brain fart here. Uh, Just say Monopoly. Say Monopoly and get yourself out. Yeah, hot tub. Thank you. I was trying to think. <laughs> yes. Honestly, dude, I'm having such a. It's one of those days today. I'm like, I'm so uh, exhausted. I, I've, that's uh, why Jim won't get the job, though, isn't it? Because if he if he has got to go on a pole into a hot tub. Oh no, I've never been in a hot tub before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want this to be my first. Uh, just hey, I've got risk. the experience, guys. Yes. I've just I've just realised where we have to stick the money it's in his cardigan 
Oh, hey. Hey. Try to make me, you more family friendly at the end. I'm wearing my sporty Adidas cardigan today. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Who knew Adidas cardigan. made cardigans? Who knew? Hey, that's the official kit for the uh, British knitting team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jim. Uh, Brad, what's your new story? All right, so uh, rescuers in Japan were left shocked after they pulled a drowning woman out of the water only to discover it was a sex doll. Oh. <laughs> Japanese YouTuber Tanaka Natsuki happened to be out filming when she saw a body floating in the water and the next thing she knew, police, firefighters and paramedics arrived at the Amazing. scene body to pull this. Body was floating so- like a lilo. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the service. Oh man, imagine getting down on the like helicopter winch. Like, don't worry, I'll be there to rescue you. And then yeah. turn over, you've just got this big wide open shop. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, there's like that, that romantic cliche of, you know, uh, the hero rescuing the girl from, uh, from, the, from danger and then they fall in madly in love and, um, you know, yeah. have a happy life. Yeah, well, that's what I'm imagining now. Well, yeah, <laughs> some, did someone when they got back to base go? Well, we we've rescued her now. Uh, someone <laughs> should take her home. <laughs> we might as well. Oh, I was, I was going to be. I was like, yeah, we've rescued her now. Might as well clean her up and put her to good use. <laughs> <laughs> That'll also work. I, 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 was, once... I was trying to be more romantic. Like our eyes met, and it was. <laughs> no, it was well, I've actually, I'm, I'm actually looking at the picture. Eventually, where they got the 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 the, the body. Out of the water, the head's missing. I once called the Coast Guard out by mistake, uh, which I regret now. <laughs> but it what was with the best him? of intentions. Well, me and my mate, we used to, back in the day, we were quite skint. We used to live not too far from the coast. And we used to go out and just of an evening, just go for like a little wander and a bit of a chat up the coast. And um, dogging. Dogging. It you was, went dogging. We, we weren't dogging. <laughs> 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 on a side note though there was a program on channel four about doggy last night which is just one of the funniest things i've ever seen but you could catch that on the internet um but so we just walked up and i i'm sure i heard these voices out at sea it was dark and i was like oh my god they sound like they're shouting and worried so we thought well you better be safe than sorry and i rang up the coast guard and i did say i said look i'm not sure but i thought i heard it and she went that's fine you know we'd rather you were better safe than sorry We'll sort it out. We'll we'll come and have a look. And then nothing happened for a while. And we were standing there going, all oh, right, okay, she didn't believe us. And then all of a sudden, woof, 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 oh, this helicopter comes into view <laughs> and starts searching through the sea. Like, And then uh, this uh, Jeep pulls up and the man jumps out. And like, I wish I had a job this cool where you get to say a line like this. He jumped out of the Jeep and he went, What's the situation, lads? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I don't think they found anyone. But I'm fairly sure there were voices. I think there'd been someone there at that point, but maybe they'd just taken too long to get there and they were just people who were getting out of the sea. I I think for the next time we, we do the potty, I think that's how you should start off. What's the situation, lads? Yes. (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) Just just to end off that story, though, guys, um, just so you know, the police found it funny in the end and um, they didn't waste their time running up any paperwork on this case. 
So, oh, well, that's, that's yeah. good to know. Good that's good to know. Yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> just in case you're worried, I just want you to know. <laughs> Uh, this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. We have our own Facebook group. Go and check it out. It's the Loose Dads podcast on Facebook. And we'll be finding out what Gavin from the Dad's Net group wants an answer to next on Loose Dads. Hello, my name is Dad. Hello, my name is Dad. Hello, my name is Dad. Hello. My name used to be Jack, but now it's Dad. Ah, yes, that's right. We used to have names and identities outside of being just dads. <laughs> it's coming back to me now. I used to be really into going down the pub for a beer on the weekends. Oh, do you remember that? Oh. Oh. Just a distant memory now, uh, which is why you might as well check out the Hello My Name Is Dad range of merchandise from uh, dadsnet.shop. I've got uh, a trucker cap with it on and also a nice t-shirt with it on. Fully branded, Jack. Oh, well yeah. Well done. <laughs> when are the budgie smugglers coming out? <laughs> you'd, uh, I don't think you'd be able to fit it all on mine. Uh, I could use it Wait. as a mask. No, hold on. I think I just made a small date joke about myself. <laughs> hey! Congratulations, you played yourself! <laughs> Jesus, man. Loose Dads from the Dad's Net. It's some dads chatting about dad things. And we like to open this up to the wider Dad's Net community, which is where the big question comes in. The big question of the week. The big question of the week. Big question today comes from Gavin on one of the Dad's Net Facebook groups. All right, lads, I'm talking quietly because the kids are in bed. Um, Anyway, I earned my dad badge today. Uh, I buried my boy's hamster in the back garden this evening while my wife did her best to comfort him inside. How the hell do you explain death to your kids? This is quite a, a, a topical one for me. We have had to have our dog put down in the last few weeks. Oh, Jim, sorry uh, to hear that, mate. Yeah, it was pretty. It was weird because ever since we'd had children, he'd kind of been in the way, and we spent most of our time telling him how annoying he was. But then, Aww. when it came to it, oh my god, yeah. it was so sad. Yeah. It was so upsetting. Oh, um, and I had to go and you know be there at the vets when they did it. But oh, it was just awful. And my my son, he's four. I didn't really get it. I think uh, apparently while I was there, he was saying to my wife, so is he bringing Alfie back? Like, no, that's not happening. Um, But my daughter, it it hit her much harder than I thought it would. And she was like wailing his name. And because she'd been so upset, and we told her, obviously we'd made the decision. We said, well, it has to happen tomorrow. And she was so upset about that. And when I went, they they give you, it's weird. They give you like a, a menu of options so you can take the body back well we've got nowhere to put it so we can do that you can have it cremated and then they just deal with it or you could have it cremated and have the ashes back for quite an expensive amount of money oh really um but at the time 
with the emotions <clears throat> as they were and with knowing that my daughter would probably need something some kind of closure on it we agreed to spend the money and this was a few weeks ago now and uh, we've paid it this week and um thinking about it could really have just got away with telling them to keep the ashes but <laughs> they, you live and learn but you did something nice for your kid Jim like you were that was an emotion led decision that's the reason why there's that option on the menu funnily enough yeah, yeah. No, I think it is probably the right thing to do and it will help her I think in the long run Jim, but, Jim, but you could have gone to B&M and got like a, a an urn yeah. And just bought that back. Oh, don't tell him that now, man. It's too late, Jack. Like, and just got the, the old charcoal from the barbecue. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Do, have you actually shown her the ashes, taken the lid off and been like... There's, no, we haven't yet. No. no. That's a point. No. That's, if, that, if, I mean, if, that's good if, advice, maybe. In right? fact, you could have gone to Hobbycraft and gotten some clay and let her create it and then cook it and then use that as the earth yeah no okay but, no I'm yeah, not where sh- were no. you all about three weeks ago <laughs> yeah also though like Jim I can totally understand why like you would make that decision yeah. and like yeah, you'd be no, stressed def- out to make that decision definitely and it's man so how did you comfort her like how how, how have you got around it I think what we did was we uh, we knew it was going to happen because he was getting old and he, his legs were failing and so we had kind of a good couple of months sort of leading which I guess with a hamster you don't really have because they just go don't, don't yeah, yeah. yeah so so we we tried to lay the groundwork I don't think we could possibly have expected it to be so bad but it was like he won't be here forever you know we, he will he will have to go it will be for the best and we had to keep repeating how it was for the best for him um, and, and just try and prepare her in any way that we could. So, you know, he will be going, and so let's make the most of it. Let's have the mo- make the most of the time we have with him. We took him, his favourite thing is uh, was swimming in the river, um, which was a bit of a walk. He's not been able to really walk long distances for a long time. So we drove him there, and I had to carry him down to the river, which is not easy with a massive Labrador. <laughs> who's just and Ever since we sort of made, knew that he was on his way, everyone's just been feeding him like my neighbor keeps <laughs> chucking kind of treats in yeah so he was quite uh, hefty so we treated him and we we sort of made the most of the time we took pictures and we we're going to get them uh blown up my daughter wants like a collage of pictures of gosh, her and him mm. so i think that's how we're going to do it but yeah so what i would say is preparation and mm. then closure is probably a good thing and if the closure is spending nearly 300 quid to bring back a wicker basket of ashes and that's it you know <laughs> and, and I think oh sorry I was just going to say have you ever seen the film Marley and Me oh my no. days oh dude honestly um, so I, I remember um, when I was younger I went through the same sort of thing like we grew up with the family dog and I got to about the age of 12 or 13 and she was riddled with cancer so then one morning my dad said listen we're going to have to take her to the vet so I helped him carry her to the car and uh, and I went with my dad into the the theater and i watched the vet shave her paw put in the iv or the um cannula and then like it was so honestly and i was you know you you're watching her she's looking at you looking at it and then her eyes closed and that's it honestly i was wrecked and if you ever if you go watch Marley and me, there I was as like a twenty-four year old man in the cinema <laughs> bawling my eyes out dude. Oh, man. It's, it's hard dude because because they're, they're not they're not pets they they are family and that's that's the hard thing is you know it's 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 hard to say goodbye to them um i mean i, I grew up i had many gerbils and hamsters and they as you say they literally wake up one 
one day and the rigor mortis is set in <laughs> that's it you know <laughs> and bury them but like i mean not to put one over the other it's i so i can understand your daughter being really really traumatized by mm. him having um, to go Jackie, like, I know like, it's, it's sounding quite serious, so can I lighten it up with something that my mate at school did to his younger sister? He had like a lot younger sister and their pet cat, I think Sally died, like their cat Sally d- died. And they just said, like, they told her to an extent a truth, but they said, Sally's just gone to Ireland. Like that that was the, the right and that, and so any time like she's like oh I miss Sally and she's like oh well you know she's gone to Ireland she's happy in Ireland and that helped her deal with it and so like one day I went around there and she was like Sparky Sally's gone to Ireland and I was like and Ash is like doing the sign for like the the, the cat's yeah. bed and yeah. uh, and we just went with it and it really did help her I, I imagine imagine they've explained it to her properly as an adult but yeah Sally just went to Ireland. I'd love the, the idea if they went and then photoshopped some pictures of the cat with like one of those big Guinness hats on. <laughs> of course, at the Guinness Museum. It's yeah. potting it up for St. Paddy's. Yeah. So we're all talking about it with pets here. I want to know if any of this advice translates to humans, family members as well, because I'm not sure that if your nan is sick and dying, that feeding her lots carrying her down to a river and chucking her in <laughs> is the right way to go about I mean, it that. sounds like a pretty humane way to go, to be fair. I'm like, if Where's I'm on Nan- my way out, I want people to stuff food down my throat and just chuck <laughs> yeah. me off. Where, where's, Na- where's, where's Nan gone? Oh, I've just gone to Ireland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. I, it was so sweet, though. She wasn't upset. Like, you know, but yeah. Okay, right. So, um, <laughs> I think in a way, having pets is sort of a way to yeah. prepare you for that isn't it yeah. that's i mean that's one of the things pets do i mean you don't want to buy a pet just because you know it's going <laughs> to so die oh, yeah. hello yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, this you cat to, you're going to die and teach my children life, about yeah, death here's a life lesson <laughs> <laughs> i guess Awful. i wonder if there are equivalents if you can if you can work that out if you can put it into a different context i guess that's yeah. maybe how you kind of deal with it because that's a big kind of a big concept for children yeah to, yeah. to try and understand isn't we, it we we when, think we think that it probably will happen, you know, soonish um, within our families. So, so we do try and get our kids prepared for that. But they're two and three, you know. It's mm. yeah, a big concept. So we've we we have books and that that talk about death and your feelings around death and you might be sad because someone has died, but you, you know you'll always always have those memories with them. You'll always have those those nice times to remember. Um, but I don't think our kids have fully grasped the um, the gravity of the situation because quite often they'll just fall on the floor and go, "I'm dead." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. Stop doing that. Don't know. Or, or, that, or run over. At, run over their sheep and go. It's dead. It's dead. Yeah. At, at that age, it is. It's like that, isn't it? But That's yeah. you know, death is. We. I think we often worry about what we show our kids. I mean, like. We were talking about the Lion King earlier on. Mm. I don't even think it was on the actual podcast, was it? It was before we, we started <laughs> recording. But I was really concerned when my daughter watched that early on because that scene where uh, Mufasa, Mufasa is oh, killed. Oh, my goodness. Me. That, for me, that got me. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I want my daughter to watch this. But she was like four or something at the time. And she was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And, it, you know, to her... Yeah that didn't even register at all so it's finding that sort of sweet spot i guess isn't it of knowing when they can take in that concept but also as you say preparing them and i think 
that's very much the right thing to do is to kind of introduce the topic and mm. you know books are a great thing but it might take them a while to actually handle the, the sensitivity gotcha. of it yeah I yeah suppose. yeah definitely i think uh from from my my perspective is i'm and i think it's sometimes it can be a painful most times it can be a painful trait but um i'm pretty blunt most of the time so like like if i, I mean i i i've i know i've had conversations with the kids about death from a young young age but i would say when someone dies the heart stops beating the organs slow down mm. and they they no longer exist they you know you can't be with them anymore um and i think being nine and six i think they got a pretty good understanding of death um i mean once in a really random blue moon either one of them will come up and they'll just say that they're feeling sad because you know one day they know like Shay or myself will die and they don't mm. like that idea and then i say it's okay to be sad it is a sad thing but we should be happy for the time we've got together now because we know it's not it's, you know it's not forever there's a mm. definitive time to it so we should just enjoy it um so from up from my perspective i've always been quite blunt with them about it um and they they seem yeah. to be okay but i think all you, can, it's just... all you can do all you can do is be honest isn't it like uh, jake yeah. has said jake has said to me are you, are you gonna die and i'm like yeah well yeah one day like uh, hopefully not soon yeah yeah hopefully mm. i'll be very very old but one day yeah that's exa- exactly that and 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 i say to him oh you know when that when when that happens hopefully you guys will be so much older and you'll have mm. your own families and all of that it's, it's nothing for us to worry about now yeah it's yeah. so strange though isn't it because it's like it, yeah they notice everything like even with jackson being literally uh, like one and a half like he notices everything so i think that the honesty thing is always the best thing to do like i mean and obviously he's not going to understand the conversation about death but you know all the way through when he gets older I, i'm with you jack i i'm just going to be straight up and you brad like you know just well all of you are all saying the same thing it's like yeah yeah unfortunately this is what happens honesty wins because the sooner you know things the easier you can process them yeah, yeah. Mm. Or, or the longer time you've got to process them, however long it takes you to yeah, process. Yeah, and, and being able to deal with those concepts when you're not in the height of the emotion of an actual death. Yeah, that's is, the point. Is yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Well, guys, I, I mean, I, I figure you can't ever fully prepare. I mean, even you know, at this age, I don't think I'd be fully prepared for. Yeah, for uh, maybe not an absolutely elderly relative, but at least it does give you that step up from being completely cold I guess into it happening and as you say once you're in that emotional state that's not the time for reasoned thought yeah yeah yeah. you need to have some kind of preparation to to bring that through Um, this hamster question has really evolved guys like the question (laughs) like but I know it really has we've taken it properly serious unlike us isn't it (laughs) yeah I was kind of wary about I like it when it goes a bit more light so we can leave the podcast on a high note I was thinking and I don't know how too soon this is uh, when my wife was out (laughs) at work today I did think about going to get the uh, the urn of ashes, putting them on the sofa, taking a picture, going, bloody Alfie's on the sofa again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, but you can show them that humour, that's definitely something. Humour can help you get over, yeah. over uh, something as sad as a death. And it's fine to smile and, you know, Alfie would have loved that joke, Jim. He would have yeah. loved that banter. Yeah. And uh, that's it. You and know, and, that's- and I, might, I might do the same thing with my name. 
Do something, Jim. Do something. Let's move on then. If you've got anything you want to ask, get onto any of the Dadsnet Facebook groups. They're all there and they're a brilliant resource. If you want to chat, if you want to chat about deep subjects and you want some help with them or advice, or if you want to make light about some deep subjects as well, they're also there for you. It's completely up to you. We've got our own Facebook group. It's the Loose Dads Podcast on Facebook. And you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, all of the big ones. Make sure that you listen, subscribe, rate it, give us a review as well, and just tell your friends about it, share it about a bit please uh it's time for us to go my name's jim i've had brad with me today hello brad oh guys been awesome uh, awesome awesome I've awesome jack as well jack hello bye-bye hello bye-bye <laughs> and uh sparky as well thank you very much thank you very much not that i don't thank the others but i just oh, wanted oh, yeah. to that's fine mate. no i know just wanted to mix it up a little bit oh, but, uh, but on a side note though guys should we also just uh, say there's a, a quick shout out to some of the uh, the regulars in the in the loose dads podcast group we've got some some regulars uh, obviously we, you know sparky's got his favorite mate paul how would you hey, say hey, paul, how, hey, well, shout how, to you. How, how would you say paul's surname by the way well, we found out in the Facebook group that he's uh, French Canadian. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because he's uh, French Canadian. Hey, bonjour. Bonjour. What do you say? Bonjour. No, mon. Uh, when it frère. Mon frère. Mon frère. Is that masculine or feminine? I don't know. I thought you were looking for a more complicated word. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) La confiture. I would have definitely gone for jam if that was the case, mate. Um, uh, Should should we say hello to Jason then if we're doing shout outs quickly? Can I say hello to Jason Dudley who messaged saying he looks forward, like loves the podcast, looks forward to every Friday so he can have a listen with eager anticipation. Thanks for your message, Jace. Yeah. And also uh, thanks to Joshua Wolven and Rob Taylor for uh, all of their banter in the groups as well. Top lads. Uh, there's Dave Marsh and there's Chris Elliott as well. And uh, oh God, we're going to forget somebody, yeah, aren't we? We, we, are, we are. We are. We're going to have that's to apologise, guys. Not, that's why I'm not saying any names because this is on you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then look, this means you've got to join if you want to get shouted on next week's podcast and join our group. Jim, how, how do we find our group? Oh, we had Chris as well, but Chris has already had a mention when he had a child, so uh, you can go to Loose Dads Podcast, uh, just put that into your Facebook search box and you'll find us. Make sure you're listening next week. We're back next Friday. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.